dropped off a pretty little girl Same grade as me Tried to kiss her once in the aisle of the bus She walked right over me From How to Barbecue Wright Studios in Hernando, Mississippi Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower Presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group And now, here are your hosts Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. Springtime is here, so uh, what have you been doing since our show on Tuesday? Just a gorgeous Thursday afternoon. I know we're having to record a little bit early. Uh, you have some things to do, some dad uh, duties that you have to do when it comes to uh, North Point soccer, so uh, definitely uh, you know, glad to do that for you and, and everything. But this will be our Friday show, of course. Look, listeners, we're already just going to tell you, uh, we're recording a show a day early. It's just easier. It's just, <laughs> my gosh, it's so much easier. <laughs> we pulled the wool over y'all's eyes for a long time, but uh, we would just rather be very honest with you guys in case we miss something or uh, something big happens since we you know, r- record a little bit early, but that's just what is so much easier and better for, for Derek and I to, uh, to be um, employees of others and so forth, dads and husbands and so forth, just way easier. So we appreciate y'all uh, allowing us to do that. But yeah, Derek, just gorgeous weather. Uh, really and truly, man, just been working hard, mobile car and van rental, busy as we could be. And I'll have that advertisement here shortly, but please, if you're considering uh, renting a car or a van from us this summer, man, now's the time to call. Call us, talk to us about June, talk to us about your summer plans, especially if you're a youth pastor, which I know we have some people that work with churches that listen to our show. If you're a church member, talk to your youth pastor, talk to your minister, say, hey, what are we doing for that children's trip or whatever, and get them to call us as soon as possible. But that's what we've been doing, Derek, just hair on fire busy when it comes to mobile car and van rental. And uh, speaking of hair on fire busy, Derek, the DeSoto County real estate market is still very hot. The DeSoto County real estate market is still enduring the issues with supply chain issues and uh, lumber and all that kind of stuff. So building is a bit different this year. And now that the uh, market is a bit different, you definitely want to work with the best out there. You do not not want to call your uh, you know sister's cousin or something like that who maybe just got into the business they've never sold a house before or uh, just because they have the word realtor next to their name does not mean they know what they're doing but let me tell you our 2022 presenting sponsor definitely knows what they're doing for over 13 years they have been the number one real estate team in DeSoto County of course I'm speaking about team couch of Birch Realty Group they have over 65 years of combined real estate experience they're the number one team again for the last 13 years in DeSoto County when it comes to residential real estate. They were recently voted DeSoto's best for 2021, which made it the fifth time they've been voted that. They are the top producing team in the million dollar club when it comes to North Mississippi real estate, and not everyone is invited to join that. Only the best teams come in and have the opportunity to join the million dollar club, and Team Couch of Birch Realty Group is the top producing team in that club. Give them a call at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. Call Brian on his cell phone, 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. You can do a full home search at teamcouch.com. Again, that's teamcouch.com. I'll continue to say it. Beautiful weather outside. Great time to get out. Look around at the different neighborhoods, different possibilities going on all around Hernando, DeSoto County. But when you find something you like, Call Team Couch. Let them go to bat for you. Let them be your realtor when it comes to the purchase of a home or if you're selling a house. Again, 662-449-1700. Thank you, Brian and Terry, for being our 2022 presenting sponsor. 
Well, Derek, you and I got an email earlier this week. Uh, there will be a little bit different listen or sound to the UTW podcast coming up. Uh, Malcolm and Rochelle with the How to Barbecue Right Shop, they have an opportunity maybe to do something on a larger scale, do something maybe with national stuff, spend their advertising dollars that uh, you know that way. And uh, we congratulate them on that, and we really appreciate them stepping up and being our 2021 and 22 studio sponsors so far. But this will be the last week or so that we are with the How to Barbecue Right Shop studios. So uh, who knows what it'll be next? We don't know. But if you uh, possibly own a business or possibly work in a, you know, an environment that may be interested in being our studio sponsor for the UTW podcast, please email us at underthewatertowerinfo at gmail.com. That's underthewatertowerinfo at gmail.com. And again, we'd like to say thank you so much for the uh, probably 13, 14 months working with the How to Barbecue Right Shop, located right here in Hernando. This store has everything a person needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. Whether it's rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, or some of the coolest high-end smokers on the market, Malcolm's Shop is your place to go. Give him a call locally at 912-9947. That's 912-9947. Find him on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. Visit his website, howtobbqright.com. That's howtobbqright.com. But the best thing to do is to swing by the How to Barbecue Right Shop located right here in Hernando at 496 Whitfield Drive. We will continue to say it through the month of March. Thank you, Malcolm Rochelle, for believing in the UTW podcast, and we definitely wish you nothing but the best and continued success with the How to Barbecue Right Shop. Derek, you started the show asking me what I've been up to. Uh, one thing I've been up to is uh, texting back and forth with people who have texted me since our Tuesday show uh, and said, hey, man, uh, what the H is going on <laughs> with the animal shelter? And I just simply text them back and say, I don't know. The animal shelter has been approved. Yes. I've had multiple people ask me, my God, it's a million-dollar animal shelter. They have asked me that. That's water under the bridge. It is what it is. Well, 855. Well, eight. But now you have Plus to buy the land. land. That's right. Now Plus you have land. to buy the Plus land because it seems like everybody agrees that we're not going to have it at Renaissance Park. Okay. Everyone knows the story. Please go listen to the Tuesday show if you haven't. Or if you'd like to watch the almost four-hour-long Alderman meeting, uh, you can really become enlightened on the uh, animal shelter situation. They approved the animal shelter for $855,000. They now have a 60-day good bid for that. And in the same meeting, did not buy some land that they had worked on for the last four to six weeks to secure and uh, have an opportunity for make an offer on had all that kind of done and now we are searching for uh, land for the animal shelter and so that's one thing I've been doing is you know texts and phone calls and people asking me what's going on with that I had one guy ask me point blank he said um, it's become obvious Derek that most people don't want an animal shelter around them mm -hmm. is there not a place on the outskirts of town inside Hernando city limits that's kind of an afterthought as far as a piece of land we can buy and put this thing at. I know a lot of the animal shelter people, they're very, um, they love animals and they love dogs and they love cats and they love the animals and they, and they, they say that, but when it's all said and done, they might not want the animal shelter next to them either. From what that sound like on the, at, during the meeting, that they absolutely would. They, they're very high on the quality of the building, on the soundproofing that is done now. Correct. On the way that it's cleaned up, kept clean. And so they don't think that noise and or smell is going to be an issue. And, I, you know, they may actually object to it being just outside of the city proper, but still in the city of Hernando, depending on where it is, because that's what, one of their issues at Renaissance Park was safety. You know, if they're the only ones out there and there's two mm -hmm. women right. and it's, you know, 30 to 40 dogs, if something were to horribly go wrong, 
how long would somebody be That's notified? How long would sure. get out there? You know, you're not next to anything, so that they, there is a safety issue, especially because sometimes they're having to go up there at you know at nighttime. If if there's a, an emergency and a dollar needs to be brought in, like they have to run up there and unlock the thing, and so. That is a, a issue um, about why that's you know, their whole thing was is that the thing is now is to make them nice, make them insulated, you know, do all the right things, have like community you know uh, community events that they have a conference room that's part of this building where they can bring in and have these shows and stuff like that because they want people coming in. It shouldn't be a place that you're scared of because it's sad. It should be a place to come in so you can help rescue and adopt the animals. This is a no kill shelter, so you don't have to worry about it going in there and you know oh my god right. that, that cat's got one life to you know one <laughs> one life and one day to live. Um, but it's, it's more that the, uh, you know, so they want it in the community. So I think, but yes, the overwhelming, I guess, history of an animal shelter is to say, yeah, do I want one extra neighborhood? There's always been a, a negative tag put on that. Sure. And so I think that that still does hang around. So that's the, no, no, that, no, that's Derek, the Derek, ongoing Derek, battle. Derek, no, no, there's always been a negative dog tag, dog tag, that. dog tag <laughs> hanging around. That neck. was too easy, yeah, man. That's too, too easy. easy. Hey, too let easy. me ask you one more question. Um, when you walk into an animal shelter nowadays, is it Sarah McLaughlin music? <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> is it nothing but Sarah? There is can they, nothing can they make more brutal. More There's wow. nothing more brutal than those commercials coming on. And like the, as soon as it hits, like my kids, well, like everybody starts crying. And it's like, how fast can you grab the remote control and turn the channel before tears start to flow? Yeah, look, if you put if we put the ASPCA in charge of our marketing, we would be the biggest podcast. We'd be the saddest podcast in the history of the world. But we would absolutely our listeners would skyrocket. God, such brutal pictures. It's oh, just so it's like, you watch it one time through and you're like. I, I'm the worst human that I don't yeah. own 40 dogs oh, yeah. right now. Uh, they've almost gotten me to pick the phone up several times. <laughs> they've almost gotten me to pick the phone up several times. But anyway, Derek, that's kind of the only local stuff that we have talked about. The, the, the go back and listen to our show on Tuesday. Go back and watch the meeting if you want to. The Auburn meeting was very long last week, but uh, not a whole lot going on locally. Uh, but that's a lot of stuff that I've been doing since our Tuesday show is several people reaching out and saying, man, I'm, I'm, I'm really ready to get this animal shelter built. And I think we all are. So uh, good luck over the next 60 days because that bid of 855 is only good for 60 days. It, you did say they're going to try and pursue and see if the company would, would honor it at 90. They, they did. And the, the architect actually came and spoke to Rotary yesterday. I okay. uh, did a great job. It's, you know, it's a 3,600 square foot building. Matt, the cost to build, 222. $222 a square foot. That's it's high a, commercially, correct? It, 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 it's, it's, a, it's, I mean, it's decent. There's a lot of stuff that has to go into this sure, building. Of course. Uh, he did say that the same size building four years ago would have been about 500. And that's when they started the animal shelter journey. That's correct. Right? Okay. Uh, the other one, that you know, the, the the ones in the past have been larger. They've had to scale it back right. because of the. So we scale back, but actually increase the price. Yes. We've scaled yes. back the yes. building, but yes. the price has increased. Yes. That, wow. Yeah. Okay. Because because I mean, everything's sure. up. Everything's sure. up forty percent. Oh, it's going great out there. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we we really need again. If you know of a place, I don't. You know. There's not, a, you know, we had a church that's building next to our neighborhood now. Yes. There's really no other local land. You know, it depends on how close it was to my house. I just, I, I, we all want it to be settled. I don't sure. know if there's a good answer, but again, if you have a lot, if you're willing to work with the city, it could be a wonderful, you know, kind of donation type yeah, thing sure. if you have that or anything. Please, please reach out. But let's get this done because, again, we're all tired of it. Yep. Ready for the animal shelter rebuild. No doubt about it. Well, Derek, let's go out and talk a little bit about some statewide stuff. And we've talked about it for not the last 90 days. We've discussed it quite a bit because a lot of people who uh, uh, we know and a lot of people that um, we care about are teachers. And uh, they may be getting a little bump in pay. We've joked about it. We've talked about it. But by God, it is on the governor's desk. Tell us about it. All right. So the, the Mississippi House, they finally had taken up what the Senate had sent them on March 17th. So the Senate and House had passed different type of bills. And so they had to go to 
conference. And so the, the Senate passed, I guess, whatever their conference version was. Back on March 17th, they sent it to the House. The House had been kind of debating it, sitting on it, maybe holding it back for other reasons. Uh, but they finally, I guess, it went into a four vote, uh, and it did pass. It was House Bill 530 called the Strategically Accelerating the Recruitment and Retention of Teachers, a.k.a. the START Act. They always uh, have to come up with an acronym. They always do. It always I mean, seriously, give, to heck with the acronyms. By God, just just. I like HB 530. That well, sounds great. Whatever. Um, yes. Yeah, Extra 530 of- a week. That's what they'd like. <laughs> so, START Act of 2022, it raises the state portion of teacher salaries on average by $5,100 annually. A year, okay. That will start this school year, 2022-2023 school year. So after July 1st, it will go into effect. Teacher assistants would receive a $2,000 annual hike. So $5,100 on average for teachers, $2,000 annual hike uh, for the state portion of their paycheck. It is the largest pay increase for Mississippi teachers in the state's history and now would put their average salary all the way to now above the national average. So that's a huge uh, jump for Mississippi. That's that, a big deal in the state. That's of a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, we're now for, so now we're on the bottom for years. Yeah, yeah. So now we're you know we're better than twenty five. Yes. The conference report agreed to by conferences with again they, they met it on the seventeenth. Differing versions of the pay increase bill were initially passed by the Senate and the House. Again, they finally came due. The House passed it, Matt, one eighteen to four. Wow. So one hundred eighteen to four. However, state. Representative Steve Hopkins from South Haven Wednesday asked that his official vote be changed to a no, making the tally 117 to 5. Why is that? DeSoto County legislatures who did vote in favor. Let's, let's, let's get everybody. So yeah, here, okay. here we go. So again, the Senate already passed it. Our senators already passed it. We're good in the Senate. The House, here are the ones that passed it. Jerry Darnell, Jeff Hale, Dan Eubanks, Bill Kincaid, and Hester Jackson McRae. They all voted yes. All are Republicans, with the exception of Jackson McRae, who is a Democrat from Horn Lake. The bill now goes to Governor Tate Reeves for his signature, and he has promised to sign a bill moving Mississippi's average instructor salaries from the bottom again to national averages. Now, there were two DeSoto County who voted against it. Dana Criswell of Olive Branch, and then Hopkins now no vote are two of the five that voted no. Changes vote to no. Not a no vote, but a vote to no. Yeah, yeah voted gotcha. it no. Did they say why? They are part of the Mississippi Freedom Caucus, okay. which is strongly against any tax increases. Okay. And therefore, if if, if the state is looking to add tax anywhere, then they're against it. And so they feel that something will have to be raised in the future in order to continue to fund these teacher pay raises. It's pretty convenient. We're gonna when when something's gonna pass 117 to five or 118 to four. Are you really taking it? I mean, it feels good to take that stand, but when it's all said and done, does it matter? First of all, no. Exactly. Second of all, when your largest employer is the teachers or is the DeSoto County school system uh, who hire the teachers, and you say that I just voted no for you to get raises. I'm going to say your next election is going to be pretty brutal. You um, said it, brother. So and so and now, well, we'll say this: the Mississippi Freedom Caucus has. How six did he vote against van rentals? I need to know the van <laughs> rental. But if he if he's against rental cars, I'm I'm not going to yeah. be happy. So the Mississippi Freedom Caucus has six members, six total. Uh, out of, out of 126. Six. Six. Okay. There's six in the Mississippi Freedom Caucus. Uh, Dan Eubanks is one of them. However, he still voted yes for the teacher pay raise. Chris Well uh, voted no, and Eubanks voted no. That is uh, that's Six members. Six members that's of the— That's one uh, less. That's one more than my whole family. Yeah. So there's six, uh, and that they're adamant that no tax increases. I'm going to assume that at some point they're going to be interviewed by a paper, maybe by a sure. local station, as to why, if this is really the reasons— 
it's just a very tough look when we know how important school systems are, when we have the number one school system in the state, which is also the largest school system in the state, and you still vote against it. That's very, tough. Yeah, very interesting. That's tough. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see next, how that goes. When's that next election? Uh, a couple of years from now, we'll see how yeah, that's going to go. Good luck in that one, yeah. my friend. It's so easy now in the political world to simply say, hey, explain to me why you voted no. Okay, I hear your explanation. And what we, we just talked about, the ASPCA uh, dog yeah. things. Those two guys will now be listed, if I was running an election, they're anti-education. Done. It's that simple. It, it's that's and yeah, no, no, I'm not anti-education. I'm anti-tax. No, man, look, not all taxes are bad. Do you like firemen? Do you like policemen? Do you like roads? Like, I don't. At some point, you taxes you do have, pay right, for things. You, you have to have taxes. Now, I'm not saying government does not waste. It absolutely oh, gov- oh, wastes. Absolutely, but cut the waste. Let's. But this is this is not a waste. Right. This is something that needs to be done. Less pork. Help with less pork and more actual meat. Yeah, and we, and we would all agree with that. Teachers are not pork. Uh, we have all said they've been underpaid. That we are now above the national average. That is a huge pat on the back sure. for all the 117 that voted yes, and all the ones in the Senate that voted yes. And I'm assuming, without issue, I mean the governor is going to have a very large, uh, you know, signing day declaration to uh, to sign this bill. Absolutely. And the next thing we're just going to go ahead and talk about this. Now that we have passed a pay increase for teachers. Uh, Derek and I would like to go on record as in very uh, in favor of decreasing the number of school systems in the state of Mississippi. Oh my yes. God! I mean, that's a way to save money and give more money to teachers. Uh, let's cut let's cut out some of the administrators of the way too many school systems. Oh, you mean how we have thirty six thousand students that can have one superintendent, it's but there's some counties that have two or three. Yes, yeah. two or three. Yeah. Yeah. All have a nice salary, maybe a car, all that kind of stuff. Whatever. There's where your pork yeah, is. If there's friend. eighty, if there's eighty two counties. How about let's get 82 superintendents it's, and let's, uh, what are we doing? It's that time. Of, it's, it's time to do it. <laughs> 82 counties, 82, uh, you know, school superintendents or maybe Jackson. Yeah, County, maybe maybe, maybe like a that. couple of yeah. the larger cities maybe yes. have to have their own. I understand that. But again, South Haven's over 50 and we have one county school system. Another state issue. That's a, a good thing. Another win for the state of Mississippi. We are currently in the state of, as all the talk about negative stuff around the world, state unemployment for the state of Mississippi is at a record low. Tell us about it. All right. Last week, the state unemployment and employment report conducted by the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics showed that 10 states hit record low unemployment rates in January of 2022, including our wonderful state of Mississippi. The report said that in January of 2021, Mississippi had unemployment of 6.6%. And in 2022, it was 4.6%, a drop of a full 2%. Now, the national rate is still 3.8%. So we're still above that. Um, but Mississippi will pass its pre-pandemic employment totals in a couple months. So in other words, the amount of people we had actually working pre-January 2020, uh, we will now actually surpass that number here. They projected in a couple months. And so Mississippi is currently only a few thousand jobs less than what we had before the pandemic even started. So not only is the rate the lowest it's ever been, uh, it's also the fact that we are about to have more people than we've ever had working here in the last several years. So, again, just great, great news for the state of Mississippi. They, there seem to be jobs everywhere, Derek. Literally. Except, except for that 20-year-old who goes on Hernando Happenings and says, who's hiring? <laughs> and then someone – I mean, people bombard her, typically a girl – People bombard her with places that are hiring. This is place, that place, this place, that place. And then she proceeds to go, but I don't want to do these five things. <laughs> How does that work? Don't come on her name happening and say, who's hiring? And when 50 people send you 50 people hiring, you say, eh, I'm not interested. Matt, at this point, if, you, if there's a place, a location where there's a restaurant or some kind of gift store or an actual you know, place of an office park or a place of business, walk in 
And if you say, are you hiring? The answer is yes. Yes. It's just yes. So you just find something, like find whatever you like, walk in there and say, hey, do you have a spot for me if I qualify? If I, you know, if I don't have a criminal record, can I fill out an application? Yes. Okay. The answer is yes. Derek, I misspoke. Uh, we, there is one place in DeSoto County, in Hernando, not hiring, and that's the animal shelter because we can't <laughs> find where to build it. That's going to be coming soon. Let's move on. One more thing, Derek. Income tax, always a big deal in the state of Mississippi. Seems like they're always trying to tack it. So if, if we remember, we've covered it. The Senate produced a plan to reduce the income tax. The House produced a plan to eliminate the income tax. And so they have been back and forth the whole time. The actual House Speaker, Philip Gunn, at one point was holding it up as to, hey, if you don't pass this, we're not going to really look at anything else. Now, he has backed up that because obviously the, the teacher pay raise has now passed. There's ARPA funds that we really need to that have, you know, that $1.8 billion we received from the government. We really need to start allocating that out because some of them had deadlines that are two or four years away. So they really need to start you know, allocating that out, letting the, the cities and the counties know, hey, yeah, we're going to match you. You know, here's some money for y'all etc. So there's a lot of deadlines. So he's no longer using this as a, a tactic to try to get this bill passed. They did do some concessions. The House has now passed, said that they would eliminate the state personal income tax by $100 million a year until it's gone. The new proposal has a six-year repealer, meaning that lawmakers would have to review and reinstate the plan in six years. So this basically, this elimination would take 18 years under the, the uh, new proposal to fully reduce or, or eliminate the income tax. This $100 million a year in, in income tax cuts would mean about $100 a year to a Mississippian who makes $40,000 a year or $200 a year for a couple making $80,000. So if you have, you know, if you know where your income range is, again, basically it's for every $40,000, then you would save $100 a year. Doesn't sound like that much, but when you do it every year for the next 18 years, it can add up, obviously, that at that point it would be eliminated under the current plan. So that's kind of what's been offered. So that now they have sent that back to the Senate. The Senate said, hey, look, these are the concessions we want to make. The Senate said, we appreciate it. We're going to review it some more. And again, there's still about a week left uh, in the session. Uh, and I, I would venture to say if they're pretty close and it goes past March 31st, that they would either extend the session and or call a special session. But that's kind of where we are, closer to possibly some type of income tax reduction, and which also there's also discussion, of course, ad valorem, tax reductions, as well as possible uh, grocery tax reductions, uh, and then maybe even a sales tax increases and or reduction. So again, be looking for that over the next week or so. We shall see. Income tax is always a big uh, issue down in Jackson. They talk about it, it seems like every year, have some discussions, but you and I have said on this show several times that it seems like they're more than ever uh, a bit kind of on the same page mm -hmm. of getting something done. So we'll start to pay attention to that. As Mississippians now, Derek, you have no plans to leave Mississippi, and that's something that puts a little bit more money in our pocket. Also could draw more businesses here because sure, we know people move to Texas and Florida because they have no income tax. Of course. And Tennessee exactly. also, so we'll see how it goes. Right. I mean, there's a number of different reasons that they move to those states, but that's one thing that they uh, th those states definitely harp on or uh, trumpet that a lot, having no state income tax for sure. Well, Derek, before we uh, get to our first advertisers, the last thing we're going to discuss uh, briefly is going to be uh, something national. People that listen to our show enough know how you and I feel about daylight savings time, mm -hmm. and you set it, you forget it. It's almost like that crockpot, that old emerald crockpot yeah. or something. Set it and forget it type thing. Let's set it, be done with it. If you don't know, the U.S. Senate in – unanimous fashion 
in the last two weeks voted to leave daylight savings time starting in 2023 at its current situation, current place it is now, the, the, the certain time it is now in 2023. Uh, that passed unanimously. And I want to say that polling nationally, Derek, is pushing almost 80%. Yep. People uh, agree with that. However, the House of Representatives in Washington, D.C., are holding it up a little bit and not, uh, not quite jumping on the same bandwagon as aggressively as the Senate. Tell us why. I don't think it's more the idea. It's which one should we stick on. Right, sure. So the states that are high in tourism or mostly most of the states in the southern part uh, of the uh, of the United States are for the longer days, so for what we have right now, so the daylight savings time. However, those further north or on the west coast seem opposed to it because during this time of year, so at least the first through you know the end of March, maybe through April, they don't get daylight till around almost 9 a.m. So the further north you go and the further west you go, it's almost daylight to 9 a.m. Now, again, that doesn't affect us. We were dead here in this you know, Mississippi and they're dead in the middle of the south. But for them, that's why they say, hey, look, stand, you know, daylight savings time is not the best for us. We like standard time better. Again, that's the time that we just came from. So I think that everybody's agreement, hey, one time would be you know let's just don't ever change again but which time should it be should it be the time we're under right now where we get longer hours in the evenings or should we go back to standard time which again is standard which means that was the original whereas okay yeah maybe right now it's daylight at 6 a.m for us but it's you know it gets dark at 7 30 or 8 in the summer not 8 30 or 9 so again there will be debates on that that's what they're looking at i don't i think most people i think the majority of the house if you passed it right now and said, hey, look, do you hate daylight standard time? They would say yes. But which one do we choose? So I think now it's baton. Do we choose standard? Do we choose daylight savings? We'll see what comes of it, Matt. I just hope and pray they can come to something because if I've lost that hour from my life forever, fine. Absolutely. Let's go. Let's move on. Uh, but if not, uh, you know, if, if I get that hour back, great. But then after that, don't let me lose it again. Now, we'll say this. You said 2023. If it did pass – it would take place in November of 2023, which means we would fall back this fall, yeah. which spring forward next yeah. March, year, yeah. and then stop. Sure. And then that would be it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Derek, you've um, you've been on spring break. You've been to the beach, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. You've been to the beach. You enjoy the sun. You enjoy the um, – that's nice. Um, I've seen Twilight, okay? If Oregon and Seattle and that area is holding us up from – doing the right thing and having more sun where people are going and, and, and enjoying life. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Seattle. Sorry, Portland. Sorry, the Northwest. I uh, hate to kind of break it to you, but uh, we're just going to go with the majority rules on this one and uh, enjoy, our, enjoy, our, enjoy our summer and our golf and our stuff like that. You go live in Seattle. You don't have to live there. You that's, go, that's you go live in well, Seattle. Yeah, it, I guess. It's a bit rainy and so forth, but uh, you know, if you want, I'm sorry, it stays uh, dark till nine o'clock. Uh, tell tell your kids to bring a flashlight to the just bus saying, stop. At nine o'clock in the morning, your kids stand at the bus stop. That's when it start, starts to get daylight and, and so forth. Uh, our kids will uh, have sunshine until eight o'clock uh, as we play softball <laughs> and baseball and all those sports that we're going to talk about here shortly. And um, I'm sorry, we'll just move straight on. That's it. We're moving on. Matt, Matt is a uh, Matt's definitely not original. I'm in a mood. Definitely there. I'm, in a mood. I'm, I'm, I'm letting people go. I'm letting people go out of my life for real. And look, when it comes to daylight, when it comes to uh, you know springtime, that time of year where we start to have way more green, definitely have a lot more uh, yards to keep up. A lot of different things. If that's something you're looking for help with, when it comes to your lawn, it comes to your house, it comes to your projects, anywhere around your home or your business, please reach out to one of our original advertisers, Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. 
Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, spring cleanups, stump grinding, new fence construction, old fence repair, gates, anything on the outside of your home or your office, call Richard, let him come by, give you a price for what you need. If he can't do the project, he'll help you find someone who can. Give him a call today, 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or learn more about Richard and his team on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. Again, that's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Thank you, Richard, for continuing to believe in the UTW podcast. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure that your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated, with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419, again 662-892-8419, or visit them on their website at greenkingspray.com. Remember, if you want it green, call the king. Derek, I got a call last week from a gentleman looking for a van. I'm going to take his staff down to New Orleans. Uh, that gentleman was Dr. Bryant Trotter with the Soto oh. Family Dental Care. We really appreciate them supporting local business and working with us there at Mobile. Definitely appreciate them. Just a great group of people taking their staff down to New Orleans for a trip. So uh, if you're planning on visiting the Soto Family Dental Care, I can tell you when you can't go by because they won't be there. It's coming up sometime in <laughs> April. But uh, just one of the things that they do, continuing education stuff, spending time with their staff, great staff over at the Soto Family Dental Care. They take wonderful uh, care of their staff over there. I, I, you probably know that, Derek, the, the women and men that work there are just good people period Very the ladies good. that work with with me when i get my teeth cleaned or for when i go in for uh you know Three weeks ago, I, I told you on the podcast about an extraction that I had. Um, the lady that worked with me could not have been nicer. And if you're in search of good quality dental care, if you're looking to make a change, DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Doctors Seymour, Paroli, and Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments, general dentistry, implants, implant-supported dentures, and now Invisalign. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. They are the official dentists of the UTW podcast. You should consider making them yours. Give them a call at 429-5239. That's 429-5239. Or swing by their office today to see the DFDC difference. Well, Derek, let's jump right into our DeSoto County shout-outs. I'll start with something that's not just a particular day, but going to be uh, for about 10 days. It's going to be the DeSoto County, Mississippi government spring cleanup, trying to help keep DeSoto County beautiful by cleaning up their community and home. number of different dumpster locations. Visit the DeSoto County, Mississippi website. There's a list of dumpster locations from April 1st through April 10th, oil disposal locations, tire disposal locations, e-waste locations, some of the items allowed in the dumpster, furniture, mattresses, lumber, carpet, bricks, limbs, leaves, plastic toys, fencing, or different types of rubbish. Not allowed in the dumpster. This is important. Not allowed in the dumpster. Aerosols, all-purpose cleaners, tires and batteries, antifreeze, oil or paint, electronics, 
or insecticides or herbicides. So a lot of chemical stuff right there, not allowed in the dumpster. Again, please visit DeSotoCountyMS.gov, DeSotoCountyMS.gov for a list of all these different things. Wonderful thing that the government is doing, trying to make it easy to clean up DeSoto County. We really appreciate them doing that. There will be an actual countywide cleanup day on April 2nd from 9 a.m. until noon. That's 9 a.m. until noon. Contact environmental services at the DeSoto County, Mississippi government department and register with the County for a cleaning kit, a cleaning kit. Wonderful thing doing by the County. Again, April 1st, to 10th, spring cleanup all throughout DeSoto County. Visit DeSotoCountyMS.gov for more information. Matt, the next thing we have is the Flock Around the Block race, which will be held on April 2nd. That's Saturday, April 2nd at 8 a.m. Uh, this will be able to be signed up right now. The price has gone up. Uh, the cutoff date, I believe, was March 20th. The price is now $25 to race, $25 uh, for all ages. Uh, you can register, again, at racesonline.com, or you can register the morning of the event, but probably need to get there a little bit early to do that. If you do register the day of the event, you're not guaranteed a T-shirt. However, if you can register Races Online this week uh, or early next week, then they can go ahead and get you that T-shirt. Again, um, April 2nd, all of the proceeds will benefit the Interfaith Council, which is a wonderful organization that is basically a collaboration of all the churches in Hernando that uh, each they kind of donate different things, or they're asked to donate different things, and they all are kind of housed there at the Catholic Church here in Hernando. So again, we just really appreciate everything the Interfaith Council does. And if you're a runner, if you're a walker, if you just want to get out and get some fresh air uh, next Saturday morning, April 2nd, uh, it'll be a really good thing to do and a really good call to support. So uh, 8 a.m. Saturday, April 2nd. Yeah, the next two things will be food-related. Uh, the next one, the following weekend on April 9th. This is April 9th from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. This is the DeSoto Wings Competition and Festival. It will be held at the Olive Branch Soccer Fields. This, that's at Church Road and 305. There will be two categories to compete in, the traditional and the unique uh, the entry fee for cookers per category will be $150 for one, or you get a break and $200 for both categories. There'll be cash prizes for first through third place, and then also there'll be a people's choice, and that, that uh, winner will receive a plaque. So again, um, there is uh, just a, a great thing if you want to go. Uh, again, if you're somebody that wants to see if you do have the best wings uh, that weekend, please come out. Uh, if, but if not, if you just want to come and enjoy it, there'll be bounce houses, Easter games, music, food trucks, uh, just everything for the whole family to go out there so you can have wings and also purchase other things if you're not into wings or maybe your kids aren't. There'll be food trucks there, a lot of fun, and uh, again, uh, even an Easter egg hunt, Easter game. So just a great thing to come out there April 9th from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m., uh, the DeSoto Wings Competition and Festival. You mentioned that, uh, Derek. The next two things are food-related. Our next thing on April 9th, so you mentioned 12 to 5 for the Wings Contest in Olive Branch. From 5 until 8, there will be a spaghetti dinner benefiting the Bridgetown Fire Department located at 3980 Malone Road in Nesbitt. Again, 3980 Malone Road in Nesbitt. Derek, I know we have a number of listeners uh, out in the Bridgetown area that have been supportive of the UTW podcast. We've talked numerous times. We actually got a good response when we talked to them about annexation from Olive Branch. We had their homeowners association that was uh, started to follow us and feed us kind of information about different things. Bridgetown Fire Department supporting them April 9th, 5 until 8. Adult tickets are $10. Children 4 to 10 is $5 if you purchase them before April 6th. Tickets at the door for adults are $12. Children are 7 Again, that's at the door. Adults 12 children 7 Of course, you got spaghetti, salad, bread, drink, and a dessert. Funds raised will be used to purchase an outfit, an all-terrain vehicle for brush fires, 
and off-road emergencies. The Easter Bunny will be on site for that night. Again, the Easter Bunny will be there on site supporting the Bridgetown Fire Department April 9th. Dinner tickets can be purchased through any Bridgetown firefighter or visit their Facebook page event link or by contacting the station at 662-429-5225. Again, that's 429-5225. If there's no answer, leave a message. They'll call you back. Please consider coming out to support the Bridgetown Fire Department, a wonderful event that they have to raise money for their uh, continued needs. Five until eight on April 9th, the Bridgetown Fire Department Spaghetti Dinner. Matt, the following weekend kicks off on Thursday, so we'll have a long weekend. It'll be Easter weekend, uh, but a long uh, Easter weekend starting uh, Thursday, April 14th. It'll be the Hernando Fashion Show. At 6 p.m., it'll be a social and appetizers, and then 7 p.m., the fashion show itself. This will all be held at 1 Memphis Street. Tickets will be $25. Now, the tickets must be pre-purchased. So if you look around town, you'll see these uh, flyers up. This is the Hernando Fashion Show. There's a little QR code on those flyers. Please scan that, and that's how you, and it'll pull you up probably to like Eventbrite or something like that. You'll go in there, and you will order your $25 ticket. Again, has to be pre-purchased in order to show up for the event. 6 p.m. social, 7 p.m. fashion show, Thursday, April 14th, right here in Hernando. It's going to be a wonderful, all the shops in town will come out. Uh, there'll be several of them represented to show into the wares that they have, uh, all the new trends and fashions that will be uh, offered this spring in their shops. So, again, a wonderful thing that the Chamber of Commerce is doing to support these businesses and a wonderful opportunity for uh, all men and women to come out and to see what will be will be offered that uh, can be uh, able to be purchased from, from here. Again, support Hernando always. Just a good way to kick off your weekend, Derek. Again, as you mentioned, Easter weekend. And Saturday night of Easter weekend, there's going to be an opportunity. Some of the best songwriters in the area will be at the Lynch Ranch supporting the Mid-South Therapeutic Writing Center. Again, the Mid-South Therapeutic Writing Center, which we've talked about here on our show several times in the last uh, several weeks, are holding an event, a songwriter night. Grace Askew out of Memphis, Stephen Michael, a local uh, gentleman who we've had on the show before who does a wonderful job, who continues to grow and get more and more busy when it comes to his music, and then Mallory Everett. Mallory Everett is going to be out of Arkansas. All of these songwriters are award-winning songwriters. They have won awards for their songwriting, and it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful night. As I mentioned, at Lynch Ranch, which is 2910 Fog Road South, that's 2910 Fog Road South, 7.30 on Saturday, April 16th, will be an awesome show. Fingers crossed on the weather. Always that makes a big difference, of course. Be a wonderful show. BYOB to this event. BYOB to this event. Look up Mississippi Music. That's MississippiMusic.com is where you can scan for tickets. That's MississippiMusic.com. Again, Songwriter Night benefiting the Mid-South Therapeutic Writing Center Saturday, April 16th. That concludes our DeSoto County shout-outs. Uh, again, if you have a nonprofit organization or something that you would like to get a little bit more light shined on to your event coming up and you'd like to advertise on the podcast, email us at underthewatertowerinfo at gmail.com. That's underthewatertowerinfo at gmail.com, and we'll do our best to get that, help you out with that if we can, because we definitely want to support Hernando and DeSoto County in this area under the water tower uh, with the wonderful 501c3s and wonderful nonprofits that exist here in this city. And Derek, think about making a difference in every life they touch. Holland Insurance was founded in 1981 and has been staffed with local industry experts trying to do just that. Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland with Holland Insurance in South Haven are ready to serve their customers, whether it's property, casualty, health, life, 
auto, any type of insurance need that you need, give Bruce and Jerry and their team a call at 662-895-5528. That's 662-895-5528. They're an independent insurance agency, which means they can match you with different companies. They're not tied just to one company. So they can take your needs. If you have car needs, if you have health needs, and they can kind of bid it out or take a look at the different things. Blue Cross Blue Shield, Humana, Cigna. Those are just some of the health companies they work with. Then you have uh, other companies like Liberty Mutual, Nationwide. Some of the largest insurance companies in the world, they have the opportunity to kind of bid your business out or pair you with a high quality insurance company that fits your needs. Give them a call today. Again, 662-895-5528. Located in South Haven, but ready to serve customers under the water tower. Thank you, Bruce and Jerry, for continuing to work with the UTW Podcast. The secret is out. North Point Christian is DeSoto County's most popular private school destination. 211 new students made the switch and became part of the North Point family this year, pushing their enrollment to record levels. Are you interested in making a schooling switch in August for the 2022-2023 school year? North Point will be hosting their next opportunity to preview the point on Sunday, April 3rd at 2 p.m. Again, Sunday, April 3rd at 2 p.m. They encourage prospective families to come and see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes have made North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. Interested families should reserve their spot today by contacting Director of Admissions, Ms. Sheila Sharon at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. They invite you to get ready to make the switch and join the North Point family. Are you turning your car into a body shop or a transmission repair anytime soon? If so, please contact Mobile Car and Van Rental, the only car rental place in Hernando. If you're located in Hernando or the body shop or transmission shop are in Hernando, we will pick you up. We will come there. We will pick you up and take care of everything. We work with all major insurances. We are ready to serve the Hernando area. Cars, trucks, vans, cargo vans. If we don't have what you need, I'll do my best to put you in touch with someone who can. Derek, I heard the other day, Enterprise is right back to uh, running out of cars. So please consider using a local business. We will do our absolute best to take care of you and put you in a car that gets you back on the road. Give us a call, 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555, located at the corner of Commerce and McCracken, right there next to I-55, Mobile Car and Van Rental. Well, Derek, a lot's happened since our last show, uh, and it's that kind of weather, softball weather, baseball weather. It is time for some nice spring sports. Give us an update uh, on softball since we last spoke. So North Point softball, as mentioned in the last show, North Point softball did not seem to have a lot of game scheduled Correct. until district, but they did pick up another game, and that game is tonight, Thursday night, against Collierville. The Lady Trojans still sit at 1-0, and and we'll give the summary of that game on Tuesday. They've only played one game. They played their 1-0. Uh, the Lewisburg baseball team has played 15 games in the softball. Whew, yeah, man. That's, okay. that's, that's very yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, North Point baseball. Uh, the Trojans traveled to uh, Carver. Hang on. Yeah. Have people tried to call the school and Sheila Sharon has been on the phone? Now, Sheila Sharon is not. Sheila Sharon is ready <laughs> she does to not take your phone call. She, does not <laughs> she is ready to take your phone call. Uh, now, I won't say they could have had a couple of outs, you know. Sure. I mean, of course. That, you're right. Because there are high people that have to reschedule you're stuff. Right. But they have not had as many schedules as other teams. Play along with my joke, Big Lane. I got you. The Trojans, the baseball Trojans, did travel to Carville already to take on the Dragons on Tuesday night. The Trojans got off to a good start, getting one in the first, two more in the third, and then going up 
five to nothing going into the bottom of the sixth. In that inning, the pitching started to fall apart with walks, and the Dragons got four runs to pull within one run. The Trojans did not get any more on the top of the seventh, and the Dragons threatened again in the bottom of the seventh, getting the bases loaded with one out. But J.D. Eichert struck out the last two batters to end the game and a Trojan victory five to four. Hey, real quick before you continue, uh, J.D. Eichert is the grandson of our manager at Mobile Car and Van Rental. The sweetest lady in the world. Megan also has worked at the UPS store in Hernando, so you may recognize her from there. She's the sweetest lady in the world. J.D. Eichert is a wonderful young man. Congratulations for coming in and helping your team the way you did. Wonderful job, young man. Yeah, so he got the save. So, again, J.B. Williams got the win. J.D. Eichert got the save. J.B. also had two RBIs, and Connor McNatt, Spencer Haley, and Hudson Brown all had doubles. Hey, real quick, in order to pitch for the Trojans, do you have to have, have a – have initials. Do you have initials <laughs> that start with J? And then the, uh, that's, that we might, have a James. That's, that's a James. Oh, my gosh. We have a JB, if you a James, find, a JD. You know, no, when he pitches for the Trojans – have a J? That's a J? Oh, that's what I'm saying. James is a pitcher. So, what I'm saying is quit calling them by their names and go with J initial done. <laughs> That would be the that would be, that's it. We, we, that's we do have at least four pitchers Just a with, uh, with Just a thought. Yeah. Uh, the Trojans' next game is tonight, Thursday night against MHEA, and then uh, Desoto Central on Friday night. Their current record is now three and two. I'm going to predict a win against MHEA. I don't even know what that is. I would say, and yes. then I'm going to predict a very tough game against Desoto Central. Yeah, that, that's going to be a great game. Uh, it's going to be. I think it's at North Point. I believe my daughter is a uh, a Batgirl this year. Okay, and so she is. Uh, that's one of her nights to work. Is there a better? You mentioned they played Collierville. Dragon may be a top five mascot. Oh, it's That's a, a now. I will say this: mascot. the the mascot is fantastic. The C they use is terrible. The C. Oh, the Collierville it, C. Okay. It's like the that old Cincinnati Reds looking kind okay. of Pac Man look. It's, it's terrible. It's but almost the, it's almost a, it's a C. You you thought they would have done a different C because that almost looks a lot like Germantown's G. Yeah, very, that's right. That's, it looks. It looks. They very need to go to with that. the C from the uh, Chattanooga Moccasins. Yeah, that's a good. Well, but the dragon. You're right. The dragon's fantastic. Uh, Lewisburg softball switching down to uh, Lewisburg. The Lady Patriots had two games since our last show. In the first, they faced off against Olive Branch and beat the Lady Keisters ten to nothing. Avery Williams had two hits, followed by two hits for Taylor and for Stokes. Savage led the team with four RBIs. Abrams went all six innings for the Lady Patriots with nine strikeouts to get the win. With that win, the Lady Patriots increased their record to 8-2 and and 2-0 in district. On Wednesday afternoon, the Lewisburg the Lady Patriots played Arlington and beat the Lady Tigers 12-1 with Walker leading the team with three hits and Harville leading the team with three RBIs. Raggett goes all five innings before the mercy rule and had five strikeouts in the win. They will now take their 9-2 and record and travel across town to face off against Olive Branch again tonight. And, man, I'm feeling pretty good since they just beat them the game on Monday. I feel pretty good that they're going to walk yep. away with another victory Agreed. and push their record to 10-2. to We will talk about that on Tuesday. Lewisburg Baseball is now the number two team in the state of Mississippi yes. at 12-1 and after their 5-0 and spring break trip. Had a game that was scheduled on Tuesday night against Germantown, but it was rained out, obviously, with the four inches of rain that we got. It rained a ton. It, it rained a little bit. It was a lot of rain. <laughs> it rained a little bit. They are now scheduled to have two games on Saturday as part of their annual Crawfish Classic. They will play Cleveland Central first, followed by Hinsdale South High School from Darien, Illinois. I am really liking the idea of a anything any tournament related to some crawfish sounds awesome to me. I, I don't know why every school in the county does not have that. Good point. Throwing it out there. March crawfish to, March stuff. to May. Yeah. Every school should pick one weekend and say, you know what, this is our weekend. We're gonna have three or four teams. Hey, Illinois, come on. Missouri, come on. We're gonna have crawfish. We're gonna have a huge crawfish bowl out there in the parking lot, play a couple games. 
How can you go wrong with well, that? Well, the coach of Hinsdale, uh, Illinois, is probably from southern Louisiana, and it's pieced us <laughs> together. Yes. So he's coming down. So, look, I said it last week. We kind of edited it out of the show. I don't, I, we won't go into the thing. There should be more working with uh, local schools. Fine, take your spring break trips. But every local school could partner up and, and, and have one heck of a good tournament not even amongst each other, but have a heck of a good tournament, bring tons of teams here, maybe the weekend after spring break, because a lot of different states up north take their spring break different, differently than we do. Right. So maybe they could come down, stay in our hotels, eat our at our restaurants, and play at Lewisburg, play at Hernando, play at D.C. Just a thought, going to throw that out there. You know, if they uh, That would be a pretty good idea. I agree. I completely agree. So, again, coaches, I hope you're listening. Everybody loves crawfish. Yeah. And if they've never had crawfish, they'll at least like the atmosphere if they don't necessarily like the crawfish. Well, crawfish will do a number of different things. Memphis is known for barbecue, barbecue. this area, that, whatever, that kind go. of stuff. Bring those teams down. Let them fill up our DeSoto County uh, uh, hotels and, uh, you know, get that tax money. All right, next, Hernando softball. Hernando took on Brighton, Tennessee on Monday and unfortunately lost 4-3, to three, dropping their record to 8-6 and six on the year. They were scheduled to play D.C. on Tuesday, but that game was postponed until Wednesday. So on Wednesday, the Lady Tigers defeated the Lady Jags 9-2. to two. That increases their record to 9-6 and six on the year. So, again, you know, still trying to figure out who they are this year, you know, coming off a great year last year, uh, still trying to put it together. But you know, still got plenty of time. District's really about to kick in. So we were really looking for good things from the Lady Tigers. I think Coach Winton's maybe going a different – they're not going to be, you know, 38-2 and two or whatever this year. Um, but you can't win the state title in March or early April. That's right. And I think she's positioning herself to hopefully have a really good squad that you have to beat two out of three times in the playoffs, and that's going to be very tough to do to eliminate the Hernando Tigers two out of three. And, Matt, speaking of two out of three, that is how the baseball teams in the county, when you face off against a district foe, yeah. you play them two out of three in the same week. So you go ahead and take – it's not like, a you know, basketball maybe we're playing you home this week and two weeks later we'll play you away, you know. Now, the, the baseball knocks it out two out of three all in the same week. So Hernando's district foe this week was South Haven. And in the first game of a three-game series, they played uh, at home. South Haven got one run in the first – but then Hernando held, held them scoreless the rest of the way and scored seven runs in the seventh on their way to a 10-1 victory over the Chargers. Luke Romine was the winning pitcher for the Tigers, going four and two-thirds, uh, giving up the one run and striking out six. Romine, Garrick Smith, and Topher Jones had multiple hits for the Tigers, with Romine going three for four. Hernando improves their record to seven and six. Their game on Tuesday, again, against South Haven, was postponed, and they will now play again tonight against South Haven for their second game, and then will finish the series on Friday. So, again, that would be their you know, best two out of three right now. Hernando's up 1-0 in that series. We'll see how it goes. Makes total sense. I love that idea. You I, I really do. I, I don't really know. Cool. Thinking back to my high school days, oh, I man. wish we would have done that. Well, you play three games in one week, and you, you know your team. You know who yep. you're playing. You know, homes, you're, you're doing home and home, that type of stuff. Uh, really neat. I like the idea of how that goes. Good luck to the Tigers uh, this coming weekend. Again, what gorgeous weather to go out and pay attention to softball or baseball this coming Saturday. Man, it's supposed to be somewhere in the high 60s, sunshine, blue skies. Dry cool and just gonna be a wonderful time so again get out there and support what we you know, drive to south haven i mean that's not very far yeah, from Orlando. No. i mean uh, again north point fans friday night dc that's a very easy get while you, know, you have no reason not to be there sure uh so again uh just a wonderful weekend come out support the kids softball baseball again tennessee soccer if you're into if you if you're just a hardcore soccer fan north point's gonna be playing a game saturday uh again just uh, all over the place this is a spring is here you know we're one month now quote unquote i guess into the season for last year it was a very hit or miss season the year before that it was completely shut down yeah. so let's enjoy what we got no there's no reason you should, shouldn't go out and enjoy outside sports especially Derek, because they were shut down two years ago um you know again Again, Derek, we continue to joke. Two weeks to stop the spread. 
Two weeks to stop the spread, my friend. We are now at two years. So don't forget what that felt like two years ago. And those kids that uh, didn't get a graduation, they didn't get all those things, let's never forget it and always appreciate more I, I and more. Think, I think uh, uh, Ole Miss is hanging that national champion 17-1. I think they were 16-1 when the, the season was shut down. They, they're hanging it. A, they're not going to do it. They didn't They didn't do it, but let's just be honest. They that's, wanted that's, to. That's the most Ole Miss thing you could probably mention right there. Congratulations to all those young people, soccer teams, softball teams, baseball teams. We really, really want to say uh, give a shout-out to you guys and continue success when it comes to getting an opportunity to play uh, this season. Again, don't ever forget two years ago this time we were all sitting in our houses not knowing what was going to happen. Oh, man, and here we are, beautiful blue skies. Go watch some baseball this weekend. If you enjoy our show, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, on Twitter at UTW Pod, wherever you listen to our show, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, give us a five-star review give us a thumbs up helps us move up when it comes to local podcast if you enjoy our show find ob pod ob pod covers the eastern side of desoto county also covering lewisburg athletics olive branch athletics and center hill athletics find them today again ob pod Always on our Friday show, we like to encourage people to please visit a local church this weekend. If you pass by a church on your way home from work every day, you see the sign, tells you the different times for worship services, please consider taking your family this weekend to one of those services. If you see a church you won't think about attending, get on their Facebook page, get on their website. It'll tell you all the worship times. It'll tell you Sunday school times. We really, really, really want to continue to encourage people to take their kids, take their families to church. Definitely uh, makes a difference uh, in, in your lives for sure. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. This is where we dropped off a pretty little girl, same grade as me.